Hi guys, welcome to Taranini, Creating Lasting Conversations. It's me, your host, Tonga Fanetti. Let's get straight into this episode's business. Everybody, somebody's every day. I know you're right. Nobody's nothing. That's right. Everybody, somebody's every day. I know you're right. Nobody's That's right. Everybody, somebody's everything. That's right. Nobody's nobody's nothing. Right? No, you're right. On the somewhat medium-sized list of, you know, uh, conversations I want to start and topics I've wanted to talk about since I started this podcast, um, there's one that's somewhere really really close to the top if not uh, third or fourth i don't know um and that's the issue of mental health and depression and to this day i haven't spoken about it and i hadn't planned to in the near future because it it's such a big big issue a very sensitive issue as well but it's also a really pertinent issue and you know it keeps growing by the day but i i really didn't know how to go around it how to even start um how to address it in a proper way how to i mean there's just a lot of things that could go wrong with a with an episode like that so i'd always put it aside you know, do the other one, you know, I check my list when I'm about to make another one, I'll be like, eh, not today, you know, we'll do it next time, we'll do it next time, we'll do it next time, and you know the thing with procrastination, next time never comes, but uh, I was going through my my WhatsApp statuses the other day, and you know, you know the usual, you know, you're looking for jokes and memes, and you know, just trying to have a good laugh. Uh, and then there was this status thread that someone typed. I think it was like 10, 11 like, slides long. And I was like, I'm not reading this. I don't have time for this. I'm here for jokes and, and memes and, you know, whatever. So I just kept scrolling, you know. And then I think towards the end of the day, I was just sitting and I was like, let me just go through my statuses again. And then I realized I'd skip that one. Because it was long, but this time I had like time on my hands and I was kind of bored, so I decided to check it out. And uh, it was it was powerful. I, I feel like it was written from the heart, and it did something to me. It 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 made me reconsider, you know, me keeping on pushing this episode and postponing it because. Something has to be done. It has to be. I feel like it has to be talked about. And um, I'm going to read that um, thread to you in a bit. Uh, It contains some... I don't know. Just just hear for yourself. Okay. Um, I'm not going to mention the name of the person who put it up. Because... I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want people knowing... She put on a status, but it's fine. I'll just I'll just read it 
as it is. Um, so here it goes. The kids who've been abused and bullied make the worst serial killers, rapists, madmen out there. They're still convicted regardless and sent to prison, even though what happened to them wasn't their fault. But that's the thing, they still go to jail regardless. What I'm saying is what happened to you in your past is going to affect you regardless in your future. But it's up to you not to let those demons take over you. Fight. It's hard, but fight. Pain in your heart, but fight. Pain in my heart too, but fight. So can you. We really just live in a generation where things are made so hard on us on purpose. You hear some ignorant MF telling you anxiety and depression is for white people. All those kids in Zimbabwe hooked on drugs and Instagram and all that to avoid the fact that their parents are too busy for them or they want to be accepted, they have low self-esteem or they've been raped, they get beaten mercilessly every day at home, they don't have enough for their next meal. People flash their wonderful lives on Instagram but they have nothing. Their parents always put them down, their parents are divorced, they have been raped, they get teased for their appearance. That teacher looked her up and down and told her he loved her when she was eight. Depression is real. That's why dads aren't coming home and binge drinking every night of their lives. That woman being cheated on and being told to just live there because she trusted that man with the heart. Because he told her he would love her and care for her and he never did. She stays because of her kids. That mom who just wants to party every day, leaving her kids with nobody. That woman who abuses her children. That man who steals money and kills people because no one cared for him when he was young. Why should he care about anyone? That woman who was given AIDS when she was raped and her family threw her out saying she asked for it. Grown men and women in their 50s dealing with depression and everybody still expecting us not to pay attention to welfare of teens when they're growing up. Parents are not giving their daughters enough attention and love. They are too busy telling them, don't do this, hey, if I see you outside the gate, I will bash you. You can't talk to your child nicely, so the first person who's going to talk to her nicely and act like they give her crap about her problem or her story will take her and use her. Then you will look down on that girl and you will judge her. She also wants to feel loved. She will give that boy everything and worse, she will lose herself because he will use her. Before you know it, she doesn't believe in love anymore. I don't care how cool you think being a player is. This whole wave of breaking hearts and using girls or boys is not cool. That's someone's heart and self-esteem which they put in your hands. You made them feel so stupid and unloved and you did it for something you're going to hell for, Futi. You made her feel like she doesn't deserve love, yet she's so lovable. You messed her up for the real man in her life who's going to love her. You made that boy believe that women can't be trusted. Now he won't give his next girlfriend the love she deserves because of your biscuit head ass. Depression is real. One last thing. Please stop expecting people with anxiety problems to be fine the next time you talk to them. They are not going to. Because it's a thing that follows them every day. 
Stop making them feel like they are seeking attention. They are seeking someone to hear them, dumbass. So next time before laughing at your friends, encourage them every day and tell people that you love them and care for them and that you are here for them and pray for them. Yeah, 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 that... That, that 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 was sobering that and you know it's just now pushed me and I was like I whether I like it or not I have to try and at least get get this one started and talk about this yeah we can heal each other and feel each other we can break these walls between each other baby blow by blow and break by break yourself open you're open so maybe we should love somebody maybe we could care a little more so maybe we should love somebody instead of polishing the Okay, we're here today to talk about mental illness, right? Now, I'm not an expert on the topic, but I I do feel strongly about stopping the stigma surrounding, um, you know, the issues of mental health and mental illnesses. And, you know, today's goal, um, so I'm talking to my cousin and my younger brother, um, Manashe Tawimba, 18 and 11, are you 11, 12? (laughs) How old are you? 12, okay, 12 and 18, and I'm 19. So it's young people trying to, you know, talk and understand about mental illnesses. Uh, And, you know, the goal today is just to learn more about mental illness, how to help you, you know, become comfortable talking openly about them. Um, And, yeah, you know, just, you know, try my best. Because mental health is real. That's the reality. People of all ages, races, genders, careers, socioeconomic backgrounds, everyone experiences mental illness. I mean, I never expected it, but like, did you know Abraham Lincoln suffered from depression? Like, I didn't know. Actually, I did. I didn't, I'm like, because I was doing my research, and then Abraham Lincoln suffered, like, he's like, he was like a US president and everything, you know, so sometimes it's even the people you don't expect, but it's, it's real, it's everywhere, it's there, so... I don't know. I want to know why do you guys think people have such negative images about mental health? Because you know, whenever someone brings up mental health, like people go, "Ooh," you know, it's like negative. I don't know why. No, it depends on the culture. Because mm-hmm. when you look at it, like in the African culture, right? Because of that whole generation gap, like between us and our parents, mm-hmm. like. I guess like when they were younger, because of the way they brought up, like when you hear all their stories, it was like we had resilience, like we got through it, so you're like, y'all can get over it, yeah. whereas like nowadays they don't see like how much it affects a child, and like because like some of us live in diaspora or whatnot, or even being in Africa itself, like I think it got worse as the years went on because now like with mental health you see like a lot of suicide which then that's when our parents are like 
Oh, you can kind of just wake yeah, up. Yeah, like, you wake up, but then you're like, homie, it's too late. Like, it's too late. But I don't know about to wake over there. I think people are just getting dismissed. Why? Why? Why do you think people are? Reasons they could be scared. Scared, scared of. Scared of people who suffer from mental illnesses or some kind of some kind of state which oh. they don't want to be associated. with Wait, what do you mean scared of people who suffer from mental illness? They could just be scared of like, let's say, people have been known to think of certain ideas, like rumors that people with mental illnesses can be dangerous to you, so they're scared of them. And then they'll start judging you from a different perspective that, I don't want to get near you, leave mm-hmm. you alone, get away from you, that, that sort of thing. So that's, that's kind of like stigma, right? Like there's this whole stigma that surrounds it, that surrounds people, and yeah, I think he just said it. Like there's there's a perception that maybe some of them are dangerous, maybe some of them are not proper. So people just try to distance themselves as far away. Yeah, it was painted wrong. It uh, was painted wrong. Terribly bright. <laughs> so, so how do you think it can be? Is it? Is it possible to paint it right or like to paint over the wrong and get it right? Yeah, but it would take time because like if I take it from like our generation now, like in Australia where I'm based, right, mm-hmm. with our parents, like they're understanding it better because we talk more about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like a thing that if you don't talk about it, you're not going to be able to help somebody who doesn't understand. Like, you know, when you're like, Ah, uh, you know, it was tough, like today's school was tough, you're feeling a little low and your parents are like, you know, like, get over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't explain to them, they'll never understand. Like, the way to change, like, a canvas is, like, the more that you put into it, like, the more that you talk about it with people, then, like, pers- like you know, abstract painting, right? Mm-hmm. How people see different things, right? But, like, when you talk about something like mental health, they can see something that's clearer than, like, the negativity in the abstract photo. That is mental health itself. Yeah, so just more and more, you know, conversations about like like this one. I might I might talk to mom and dad, put them on the podcast. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Teachers, but teachers, what do you think? About I'm like, what do you think? I think my dad would be like, ah. <laughs> put them on any face break, and then uh, it would just go full on. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it's it's necessary to talk to. Especially like the generations of our parents about this whole thing because uh, they're like they play an important role in our lives, parents. And like you know, if you're going through something, who better probably to like be by your side than your parents or your guardians or your family? But like if they don't know about it, if they're not told about it, they kind of take it as a light affair, you know. Uh, you know, I, I saw somewhere, someone said, like, depression is for Harungu. Like, right, that's, that's like white lie. people things. And, like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's racist, yeah, but, like, that's probably, it shows how the narrative is being painted. Yeah. And, like, how in Africa or even here in Zim, you know, it's not taken with enough yeah. seriousness. And it's, it's just, not as sensitive, like, as yeah, it should be. People, people just, just joke around with it. Yeah, and it's kind of just glossed over, like, ah, you'll be fine, you know. Tomorrow, <laughs> go to sleep, <laughs> you'll wake up again. Yeah, so, do you know any, like, coping mechanisms, 
like how do you tell maybe you're not feeling at 100 percent like how do you either how do you cope or how can you tell that someone is you know kind of feeling down how yeah like are there any any indicators about you know there's a lot of indicators about mental health see he's a person who does a lot about mental health Mm -hmm. he like like sometimes we like suffer anxiety but i'm on like the anxiety side of mental health Mm -hmm. so it's like um some things aren't like as easily like visible to another person i think that's also like another problem with mental health is that you can't always see like somebody showing signs of it because the only way that you can tell like someone's up like going through something is like if you see them regularly like you know their patterns of like their emotions on their face or like you can tell they're not sleeping they're not eating like things like that like there's physical like symptoms but then there's also the like internal things that like you're not always able to say to someone the thing about mental health is like because of the stigma a person who has like something to do with mental health you're not always comfortable you know like telling someone about it which i guess that's probably why the stigma comes around because they're like oh like they're just quiet in general but you know it's because something is going on and like as we grow up because we get more shut off when we grow up which mm-hmm. is what you realize like when you become like like not like Tawimba's age 12 you have so much energy <laughs> but when you become like 16 and stuff like things hit hard and mm-hmm. so like you're more closed off so that people don't realize unless you like talk but like coping with it is having like a good support system that's something that really helps them like mental health you need to have people who you know won't judge you and it's it's a scary thing to be able to like be like hey like I have this like because you don't know how someone is gonna react but then like people with mental health need to know that there are people who are in your life that are gonna be like hey like are you okay are you good you know just those little things Mm -hmm. help people cope like music like reading books like find things that make you happy they'll help you cope with it and it won't be as bad yeah that's my take on it that's your take all right Tamba. so i got a question for you like yeah you're like young like younger than me and i think i'm young but <laughs> you're old nah, you're the oldest one here my guy you're still old i'm not old uh like you know when you're at school or something or with your friends like do your friends ever get sad or like do you ever get sad like probably like in front of your friends um and in the event that someone you know in like your social circles gets sad or you see them getting sad what what do you do about it or what have you done about it before it's not that people show getting sad often but like when it does happen mm-hmm. you can ask them what happened you know talk to them try to enlighten them try to get them to like spell out to you mm-hmm. and if it's within your power to help them go ahead help them if you can't get someone who can get someone who can way. i think that's that's an important like that whole get someone who can because um and i'll touch on this later but like in as much as sometimes people might not want to do it because i think again because the stigma around it but i think sometimes it's important to like 
get like professional help mm-hmm. about it. I mean, there's like a huge stigma about it because like probably once you're going there, people will look at you different. They'll be like, ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe you know people have words psycho or crazy or you're nuts That's or whatever. Judgmental. Yeah, and that that can stop, but it can only stop with like you guys, like. That's off here. Exactly, like tell me, but like at your age, it's you and your your friends who eventually get to shape the narrative. Because if you guys maintain, you know, the whole uh, judgmental um, stigmatizing of the whole thing, nothing will change. And I think people need to understand that it's okay to have mental illnesses. Because yeah. many of us do. Uh, it's it's upsetting that there's so many negative thoughts surrounding mental illnesses. You know, uh, I found some stats online. It said, for example, one in four people will experience a mental illness at some point in their life. That's that shows that it's pretty common to to have a mental illness. So it's not something to be ashamed of, as per se. You know, the, probably the quicker I know it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. but like probably the quicker someone you know admits it and seeks help. That it's fine and it can, I don't know, people can work something out maybe. Yeah, it's just that that whole, the stigma has like, set like segregation, mm-hmm. like against people. Like, I understand like people are like, oh, go get like professional help. But then, even with professional help, there's people who still talk. Like, they say confidentiality. Like, if you go see, like, a psychologist or something, or, like, a doctor. Like, they... Or whatever. Therapists. Like, you see doctors sometimes. It depends. It's the same thing. But if you go see a doctor, and they say confidentiality. But then, like, sometimes they'll talk. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're not ready to talk. So, it's, like, that kind of thing, like, where people have to be able to find a balance and be more sensitive about it. Like, something that's so little can be a trigger of mental health. Like, that's what people don't realize. Like, something that, like, me and you could laugh about, you know, about, like, someone and, like, be like, ah, it's nothing, it's a joke, it's for the bands. For someone else, it triggers them into a state and that's why sometimes people, like, become so isolated against their group of people and it's not, like, the friends' fault because Mm -hmm. the person themselves, they don't say anything. This thing about mental health, like... It's just been shut down so much by so many people that people with it believe that like, it's best to like stay closed and say something. And then when they say something or when they're about to, it's like too late because you know the mind takes over and then like like things happen and then like they can like do drugs and like go to alcohol to find comfort and then like even as a coping mechanism which is like the negative coping mechanism people just see it like as um like you know they don't like try to help the person and the person thinks like ah it's calm until they until it's become like fatal and you're like maybe i should have done something and like i think it's like important for people to know who think that they should have done something that it's not your fault like don't take that blame on you you know the person that like, was going through something and they were scared to say something. I know like people want to help, but sometimes like you need to know you can't help someone unless they want to be helped themselves. Mm-hmm. That's something about mental health that's important. Like you can't force somebody to tell you something, 
about mental health because they can lash out at you and they can say things that hurt they don't mean it but like you can't force someone to help you they have to come to you willingly and I like you said something about like uh, you know something that me and you could take lightly could trigger someone and this one's for you to remember you know as there's this thing like among boys you know where you have to be tough or whatever and like the banter can come really hard like I remember back when I was in high school I say back when I was in high school like it was years ago <laughs> I remember when I was in high school you know like like we could all just gang up on one person yeah. and just roast them and like for fun like nothing deep you know like the next day you know we're all smiles and everything but like I don't know, do you think that kind of stuff could trigger someone? Like, you'd be prying on someone's insecurities. Maybe you're going, maybe laughing at the shape of their head. And like, <laughs> no, 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 trust yeah, me. No, no, In the moment, it will be yeah, really fun. funny. And like, chances are they'll be laughing with you. And you know, and you're like, ah, yeah. boys, and you know, yeah, then you calm. play Bora, cool. and then you go home, and you know, the next day, it's all calm, but like, you don't know what they were doing at home, bro. Like, what if they look in the mirror every day and they look at their head and they just feel so... You're laughing You're right not, now, right? But, like, true. that's exactly, like... Do you guys do that sometimes? Yeah, but... Obviously, well, this one doesn't. You can tell. <laughs> yeah, but, like, usually if you see that they're hurt by it, mm-hmm. like, you just need to go apologize. Mm-hmm. And then, like, next time when you're joking around, like... Get like before you start joking around. Make sure that like, you're like really close so that you know the going, the going in, going out, what's happening. Like if you're close enough to talk to your family, like you won't be insecure if you're talking about your family, with your friends, stuff like that. So you can say jokes and then they will be okay with it because they know you're joking. Like because you created that strong enough bond. Mm-hmm. So you know you're joking. So I think it depends on how good your friendship is. But when it comes to that, I don't think it's such a good idea to make jokes about the shape. Of yeah. Now it's 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 just hard. The thing about like like you can say you're close to someone and you know um, that and like you can say the joke, but not everybody actually shows it. Or even if they do take it as a joke that day, it doesn't mean that in a couple of days they won't sit in bed and think about it like mm-hmm. the th- that's the thing that's the thing that's it's not annoying about mental health but it's just that thing is like everything about mental health is sensitive like is. every single thing is sensitive so it's like saying something that you don't know is a trigger for someone else right and then you know hearing like later on that it was a trigger for someone like, you can't stop everything that people say and like the thing about us especially as teenagers we don't always think before we say yeah. we just say it and you know and the person will laugh or they'll walk away and then when you ask them sometimes they'll be like it's calm it's eight it was for the bands but you but like themselves deep down they're like ah nah that hurt you know like i thought my head was moving <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not laughing at people who like think like that but like it's a thing that like when is sensitive when is it like when is it too sensitive like because we don't know like there's no like pinpoint where mm-hmm. you know like that was too sensitive because like some people cope by laughing when people say something so then like you know the friends are like 
Yeah, you they're know, laughing it's, too. It's they're fine. They're laughing. It's fine. But like, we genuinely don't know the middle ground. And like, cause we can't walk around with labels that say, "I this is my insecurity." Blah blah blah. Like, don't say anything about that. Cause then you have nothing to talk about. It's more like mental health is more about like just finding ways to cope and just opening up and like you know getting the person with the mental health issue to be understanding like you know I'm not saying Kuti you know because of like your insecurity like I'm not attacking you like it's for jokes like because you know the thing about some people with mental health Mm -hmm. when someone says something about them they'll take it to heart but then when they say something about someone else they want you to take it as a joke. So that's why we never know like the middle ground. So like I get what you're saying sometimes. Yeah, but I think it's just generally safer to just, you know, keep away from possible insecurities that people you know, just like just don't make insulting jokes. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. There's a there's a thin line between between banter and like legit just Pain. Yeah, painting someone deliberately. Painting, I think painting is a word. Painting, painting has to be a word. It is a word now. It's a word now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, according to ReachOut.com, I think their web, their thing that does a lot of stuff about mental health. Uh, you know, I just checked how to like start a conversation with someone about their mental health, and it says firstly we've got to be receptive. You know, take take lead. You know, take the initiative. Make time for them. Attempt you know open-ended questions that require more than a yes or no answer like legit try to you know strike a conversation with the person but then listening skills are also very important because i think eight out of ten times people listen to respond and not to understand and i think we just gotta understand that you know sometimes when we're talking about things that are probably a little bit more sensitive we must listen in order to understand um you know, someone is not always looking for advice, maybe. Maybe they just want to be heard or, you know, they just want to, like, rant and just spill out. out. You know, you just have to, to be a listener. Just open your ears. Someone said that's how we've got two ears in one mouth. Yeah, you know, do exactly. more listening and, and less talking. Uh, you know, some people just want to be heard. And we've got to be patient and avoid telling people what to do. Yeah, right? don't do that. Yeah, it's, it's, like it was underlined. I think it was like, no. Look at it from their perspective. If you wanna find out a way to be nice, look at it like you're the person mm-hmm. and they're the one approaching you. How would you feel if you like came and said, "Hey, you look like you're suffering from dementia. Okay. Are you suffering from <laughs> dementia? Blah blah blah. That sort of thing, right?" So you need to say it in a kind way that they won't take offense. Yeah, I get you, but that 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 escalated. <laughs> <laughs> but I get you, I get you. Um, they also say on reachout.com, they also say we've got to be encouraging, right? We've got to encourage people, you know, encourage, you know, better physical health, better self care, and, you know, even seeking out professional help. Because, like, I think, I don't know, professionals, they kind, they of, they kind of went to school for it, and, like, then you, can. you know, they're like, they kind of know what they're doing more than I would know what I'm doing. Um, and the last thing is, got to be helpful. You know, when trying to help someone, it's it's probably not helpful. It's not a good idea, you know, to pressure them to snap out of it or get your act together. Ah, come on, just smile, cheer up, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, it's also not a good idea to stay away from them or avoid them. Like, yeah. once someone comes to you, be 
it's probably a difficult thing for them to come you know and like tell you so if you just then neglect them and just like avoid them probably not a good idea yeah and you shouldn't just assume that their problem will go away you know because a lot of people i think i've i've been guilty of doing that one or two times you know, someone tells you something yeah. and like you know day one day two you know you're out there for them you're like yeah you how are you doing and then you kind of just like ah it's been a week i think they're fine and then you just leave them alone you can just disappear uh, i don't know no yeah so we just gotta be diligent with with people just checking up on people i i said this once to someone you never know who's who's suffering from like it could be your very own brother it could be don't look at me like that he's looking at me it could be your best friend your mom your dad it could be i don't know that guy who sits across you in the library you could you know just you never know who it is just got to i don't know try deliberately to be nice to everybody don't push people you know all that kind of stuff you don't know the effect of saying hi to someone who's going through mental health. Like just little things, like even those random like checkups that people do, and you're mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, how are you?" Like, and then like they're fine. Like you don't know how much it warms someone's heart if it has been like isolating themselves from like other people. So I think it's not something that you can fix in like a day or like a week. It takes little things. Like if we as young like kids or like as older like people if we don't start it now it's never gonna change it's always gonna be there like you want something that like the younger generations that are like behind us like like his age mm-hmm. you want them like to see you're like all oh, right we did something and then they'll try to do something that's better and better and slow slowly you know because i hear a lot of people you know they say things like parents don't understand and whatever but like soon maybe not soon in the near future you got to understand that maybe someday you too are going to be a parent as well and you just got to i mean if you continue with the narrative it's never going to get better someone has to do something more you know check up on someone you know we need to do more to end the silence that surrounds mental health don't ignore it don't be afraid to ask about the well-being of someone if you think they may be hurting don't don't i don't know don't don't follow the stigma you know it can be hard to take the first step but i mean someone has to do it in the day cuz if it's just this perpetual silence we go nowhere it starts with you then people will follow you know mm-hmm. So, what's what's a message you would give to someone suffering from mental health? Like, what would you say? Speak to up them? to someone. Try hard. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would probably say like your voice deserves to be heard, and like don't be afraid to say something to someone, even if like you can't talk. Write it down. Mm-hmm. give it to someone there's so many ways of coping with it and if you want yourself is going to mental health if you want the stigma to end like it starts with you doing something so that other people around you know 
and that we can do something. Like we can be better if people speak up. Your voice doesn't have to be hushed again. You can be heard. You do matter. Yeah. Everybody matters. Everybody uh there's a song. I forgot it. I'll remember it. Wait, it's it's on Chancellor episode. Okay. Uh, I know it goes like it's basically yeah, Jam sings special. You know, oh. like the whole song is going. You are very special. You know, everybody is special. You know? Yeah, it's a, and there's another Chance song. Everybody, somebody's everything. Mm-hmm. Like someone out there looks at you and. You know, they see their world. I don't know. You matter to someone. You're not. You're not useless. People are not useless. Yeah. No. It's Tawanga. You matter. Everybody matters. And I think you just gotta remember that. Now, I almost forgot to say this, but uh, have a very, very Merry Christmas, and I wish you a very prosperous New Year. Here's to 2020 and to everything that the New Year holds. <laughs>